you're tuning into the Dope Girl Dialect uh, Mini Souls, the pandemic series. So we out here, pandemicing, quarantine, inquire, <laughs> inquire. You, know. you said quar quar. Um, but before we really get started, I just want us to kind of you know acknowledge all the people on the front line, the essential workers who are really like taking this head on. For all of us, um, this shit is really crazy. <laughs> like, it's crazy. I say that to myself like at least six times a day. Like, do you realize like our generation, the amount of just, do you know what we live through? <laughs> like, seriously, when you the think trauma. Do you like, and they call us the sensitive generation. We have every right. We've been through so much. Like, oh, so much. I was so like, much. About to show up in place, like for real. And wow. Like, we're really, like, people keep saying, like, we're really living through, like, a, a huge time in history. And I already know my kids are going to ask me, what the fuck? And I don't have a heart to tell my kids what it really was. Because it was just, it was all jokes. It was all jokes if i can describe quarantine it it's been all jokes and i can appreciate anybody who can express humor in trauma because there is power we're so good so good but you know we black and we magic so (laughs) hey well we are hitting you guys with a new mini stoves um of our podcast um and these are going to be quick 20 minute episodes um just to catch you up on what we've been doing in quarantine and also just to have a conversation with you guys so um we are pretty much almost 60 days into quarantine 60 already it's been almost. 60 days well, I- yeah, well, I've been on quarantine technically since March 10th. Um, that was the last day that I was actually at my office. And um, on the 13th of March, we were working from home because at that point, I work in the restaurant industry. And at that point, they had shut down all of the restaurants within our restaurant group. And we were working from home, but we only worked from home for a day and a half. They were just like, this ain't working. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> they were like really a day and a half in. They were just like, "This is dead." That's funny. Oh my gosh! And it's crazy because literally we would not be in this position if the person at forty five was not a fucking clown. Like, Trump. soon as you got word, it's. I mean, I don't know if anyone would have guessed it would like turn into this, but as soon as you got word that it was as serious as it was, you really? literally just should have shut shit down, like. I know it's rare with travel or have people come in as everyone who came in from wherever quarantine, you know what I'm saying? Like create a quarantine situation. Yeah. Really let people go wherever they were coming from. Like there was no stop. Like they, if they moved how they should have, we would not be in this situation. All these people would not be dying. Mm-hmm. How do you responsible though for this? Clown. Like, you just think it's not important. Clown. <laughs> my thing is it's like he his whole focus was really on other nations like and what they were doing and making a rapport with their leaders that he didn't even think that okay this is happening in another country in another world part of the world 
let me make sure our defenses are up. How do you fire a whole department that's supposed to monitor these type of things, but never rehire a team to take care of it? Mind you, that whole period of his term where everyone was quitting their jobs, like, let's, you know, people are not talking about that where literally branches of his depart of his department and his team were like, I'm out. Like, <laughs> hey, you never thought to like, I need to rehire these yeah. people to fill these positions to make sure that we're good. Like arrogance, bro, because he think he immune to shit. He think that you you have to take your job as a joke if you just didn't think something serious like this could happen. That's why these things are in place. Even if it's not something as a virus, you got these team in place to just handle levels of panic like this, whether it be a terrorist attack, just whatever. I'm just, I'm not going to say, I ain't going to put nothing down the air and put nothing on us. I'm just going to say you have a team that's, there's a job for this. Exactly. There are committees for this. <laughs> <laughs> Go to a circus, you expect to see what? Clowns. He's the head of Girl, we've been in the show. Uninvited. <laughs> it's our will. I did not sign off on this. I did not authorize. Okay. Period. Like, First of all, let's get into these Zoom backgrounds real quick because okay. I'm feeling it, the vibe, the energy. Like... <laughs> okay you're giving me batman vibes like. okay so that, that was the inspiration hold on i gotta figure out my angles <laughs> this is the moon over here yeah, no, I'm a cancer. shout out to us cancer we are room we, we are here i'll give y'all my cash app if y'all ask um i'm not even asked i'm gonna put it out there um, but you know, over here on this moon, we've got the dope girl dialect, so you know. Thank and you. then over here, for little reasons, I am not the group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But legally speaking, that is my first. You're clear. No yeah. Samantha, I love your background. First of all, I miss yeah. all of these. Yo, those dates that we used to have, just like, are right, you in the Uber? Pull up to Ali's. So, they, they, they doing. I I miss Ali's um, and I just want some doubles. I want a roti. <sighs> I just miss going outside and standing in that long ass line. Oh God. <laughs> I definitely don't miss that. <laughs> but I definitely do miss Ali's, and I I def I said the other day too. I was talking to my mom. I was like, "Yo, I want some roti so bad." She's like. Um, obviously we're in a situation where anything, I'm like, oh, I want patties, let's make it. So I made patties the other day, but like roti, apparently it's like a whole situation, but I'm going to go see if I can find the ingredients because I really want it. <laughs> yeah. And bitch, don't be making patties without sending me some. I'm sorry. First of all, all right. I'm going to, I haven't posted them yet, but my first batch looked crazy. Second batch got a little bit better, but I'm still like learning, figuring out the kinks as to how to make the kind of patties that I want. You know, I like them like flaky and light and crusty. You know what I'm saying? I like like the really thick, hard. Yeah. Still situation. But um, like I tried to make empanadas the other day, and they look like a bunch of socks. Like <laughs> they were not cute, but they taste good though. <laughs> right? Listen, they taste good. They look a little crazy, but they taste good. All that, That's all that matters. 
presentation <laughs> eat sometimes, but when you hungry, listen. And we have to we have to eat. We have to cook to eat because I'm I haven't been ordering out. I'm just nervous about it. So and I miss mm-hmm. it. I miss having. To, I used to order out a lot, and I miss um well not order eat out, but I'm really miss not having to cook clean prepare you know what I'm saying? like do all this stuff i'm like am i really not hungry mm. yeah it's really a task like cooking every day and then like today like i've been feeding to order pizza for the for the whole of duration of quarantine and i have yet to cave because of that fear of like damn i have to take the food out of the box girl you just want to that out of same time the box I gotta blow up the box before it's in my, you know. <laughs> I gotta demolish the box outside my apartment. Like it's so much shit. I'm giving so much money though from quarantine being closed because I ain't having to purchase food. I when America was open, I spent so much money out. I think majority mm-hmm. of my money went to food. Oh, absolutely. Out and about, but now that I'm like stuck in the crib, like. Well, my savings like, are you sure? I know my bank think I'm scared. Okay. Right I'm getting these alerts from my account, like, hey, you <laughs> <laughs> saved. <laughs> I don't know if you know. So much money not being saved on like no Ubers, no public transportation. We're not going anywhere. No dollar van in my case. No food that I like to go eat ramen every five days. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving. I'm hoping I can keep up this habit, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, yeah, necessity, and it's also like I was talking to my friends too. Like, I don't even know when outside officially opens back up. I definitely don't want to be in the first wave of people. However, if we're no. like, I need, we're expecting to be there. I'm gonna be like, uh-huh, really? Because I'm, no. I'm so nervous. Be, we don't know what's going on. Clearly, no one still to this day. There's still always like new symptoms something that they're finding out no one really knows what's the going version on. 2.0 6.0 so like, and then there's a second wave coming i'm like okay um I'm yeah, definitely be smart about you know your choices when they do decide to reopen the streets because honestly until there's a vaccine until there's a, a, a available test that you know is it going to run out there's no point for you to be rushing out for what like everything is going to be modified in some type of way so you're honestly not missing out and i feel like people are being you know innovative like look at us we're doing a a virtual podcast right now like people are finding ways so i think that hunger and that thirst won't really be there for a lot of people i would hope so that they don't have to like I don't think so. I think, like, some people are are used to, like, complaining about shit. Like, oh, I need my nails done. Oh, I I just want to get a wax. And, like, but in reality, are those things important? No. Like, you can deal without that. Like, you can do without that. Um, People wanting to see their families, I feel like, is the most important. And, like, those interactions are key. But, like, I'm not pressed to go to fucking, you know whatever to get a drink like i'm not that pressed like i've been making my own cocktails you're not but there's a lot of people that are people are still like did you see the video the other day with all the people in that party like but people are not understanding the the significant not the significance the um the weight that all this holds like this is really serious and y'all are really out here in close court first of all 
<laughs> that was that was too many people. That but was, I feel like it was. People, once they hear like, okay, outside's open back up, people have been itching to get outside. It so I personally simple. feel like it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be madness. Like if it they will, don't figure out a way to let people kind of ease out and have like an actual plan of action i feel like we're going to be back in shelter in place we're back in quarantine yeah. because there's really no we let y'all out and i'm curious to know because you know well not right now but <laughs> when, <laughs> when they closed america we're all three in new york i left new york like the 15th i was not playing i flew to ohio and i figured if the world was gone and you know let me be at home with mom and them because i come home and you know might as well i'm home like maybe once a year so this is probably the longest i've been home but i'm curious to know when everything opens back up what's the train situation look like what's personal space you know especially during rush hour because i just i feel like i don't i don't want to put this on new york but look i was in new york when they closed everything down, it didn't feel like everything closed down. In my neighborhood, at least, at least in my neighborhood in Brooklyn, it just felt like business as usual. Like, it's not, oh, y'all closed everything? Fuck out of here. Like, majority of the places in New York, and because I think New York is its own America, majority of the neighborhoods in New York, a lot of the businesses in your neighborhood are mom and pop. So they're not big corporations. So of course, they're going to stay open. So it just, everything's open everything's continuing as is it's, there's no coronavirus and now new york's ranked damp, what number one yeah i had the total opposite in my neighborhood like it was very quiet it's still very quiet even the bodegas aren't open um the liquor store they're they're like open you know but they close super early at like 3 30 like they're they're just like it's very like much of a ghost town and i'm in Divins Park, close to Flatbush, um, pretty much Brooklyn, and my area is very quiet. And then at seven o'clock, you hear those hand claps. You hear that my neighbor got a tambourine. I'm like, where the fuck you get a tambourine from? He be out here. Look, you got even it up, tambourine. Everyone out here helping. I'm just literally like good. that's good because like at least in my opinion, it just didn't feel like they were taking it serious so i'm just like y'all gotta y'all gotta move with more caution with just stay home yeah. stay home stay home like for a lot of for it to hit a lot of people like i feel i feel like it took a long time for certain groups of people for it to register and for them to understand the levity of like this type of disease and like and its, it's effect on people, and I think people don't want to lose out on part like living their life. Like yeah. it's so scary to me to realize like, dang, like I'm losing like crucial parts of my year. Yeah. To this day, but then it's also too like I have a coworker who just had a baby, her first baby in quarantine. You know, I've had people who are missing milestone births. She ain't got to use not a maternity leave. <laughs> nope, not at all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really convinced that she blessed. is blessed because I'm pretty sure that they did not start or activate her maternity leave. Like, when she go back to normal, then her maternity leave will probably start. Like, she's lit. But, like, other, you know, she's super lit. There's other people 
other people are like um missing out on like milestone birthdays you know weddings i'm supposed to go to a wedding in june i don't know if that's still going on like it's just a lot i get it but at the end of the day do you want to be alive or do you want to go to this literally and and not be here because at the end of the day these are these are events and i want to stress these are events we can plan these and we can reschedule yeah period not the pregnancy that baby be coming out you know that baby gonna come when it want to but you want to you want to be here for that baby and unfortunately you won't be able to share that moment with people but you can be creative in how you can Mm-hmm. Look, yeah, it's literally life or death. Right? So, people can't come to your wedding. There's Instagram, there's Zoom. Unfortunately, it's starting to get a little played out. But I mean, think outside of the box. You know, the gesture is as grand as you make it, or as important as you want it to be. But these are events. These are events, and I would most, I would rather be here in eighty plus years. Exactly. Well, I, would, I would just rather the Lord take me before he'd take it all. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. look, you know, <clears throat> global warming, I'm not trying to be here when shit hit the fan. I'm not. The day after tomorrow, I've never seen the movie, but the trailer scared the shit out of me, and I'm not trying to live in it. Well, Miss Titanic scared my ass. So, take, take me first. You know, when the trumpets go off, you know, I know to wait, but I know that's when judgment is coming. But I'm just saying, like, listen, we even have locusts. Up. Don't we have locusts somewhere in, in the world? Yeah. Like, I just, I personally, we've all seen Jeepers Creepers. I don't even know what's going on. But, um, it's crazy. I mean, granted, like, we're like living in this, like, situation where luckily, because people are losing their lives literally for something that could have been prevented. Um, there are some good people out there, which brings me to my dope person of the mini so. Um, so I have to read off my phone. Bears me. Um, so for this mini so our first dope person is actually Frederick Joseph. He is at Fred T. Joseph on Twitter and he is out here doing good work. Um Samantha actually knows exactly why. We got a testament. Yes, I can attest Fred's good work. So he is a gentleman online who started up um a campaign against uh for rent relief um because in New York and many other states, we don't have like a law prohibiting for rent payment during the quarantine. A lot of landlords are still charging and, you know, they don't have that uh, ability to um, uh, send out eviction notices for uh, um, for residents. But um, a lot of buildings are not really giving folks, you know, that you know, space to not pay rent during this time. They're still anticipating. They're still sending invoices. My building particularly is still sending invoices. And in my situation, uh, we were already in housing court. So because we have a pending case, which is on halt due to the quarantine, um, uh, I'm not able to ask for deferment, which you should be asking for if you are in a place where you're like freaking out about rent. 
talk to your landlord if they didn't formally already send you a letter and ask them for a deferment on your rent. They should be deferring for the, uh, the time of the uh, quarantine for rent payments um, and you should be good to go in terms of that. But do speak to them, call them, be proactive. Don't wait for them to stay to work because most of these motherfuckers, they're not about to help you <laughs> at all. <laughs> so um, he's been tweeting and he started the GoFundMe to raise funds to help people pay rent also get groceries during this time um, a lot of people like myself are still waiting for unemployment benefits um so he has this fundraiser on twitter and on instagram where he gives out um two hundred dollars to um folks who are in need by cash app venmo paypal um it's very quick and easy um you can just basically tweet him or you know message him and let him know your situation and if he gets to you he sends you two hundred dollars i was able to be blessed with the donation from him uh, because i'm one of those americans who are still waiting for unemployment benefits and um it's helped me a lot to like relieve stress in terms of buying food um you know whether or not if i should pay my phone bill or if i should pay my internet or if I should actually give money to my, you know, landlord this month, like $200 is small, but it's definitely something that will aid, you know, your mental, like I'm personally like, I'm not freaking out, but also I'm kind of like, damn, like thinking about my future. If this shit does last until pretty much the winter of 2020, like that's yeah. the reality. And um, he's one of those people that's very much just working for the people and, um, trying to get the message across to get rent relief. So, Fred, you are a real one. Like, yes. your girl was able to make uh, some ugly ass empanadas yes. because <laughs> you gave me two hundred dollars. Was it food in your belly? Okay, um, this rum right here. <laughs> Shout out to him. But yeah, there's so many other causes out here that are helping. But Fred is definitely someone who was like literally giving someone instant help during this time and some of the stories that i see that uh, are reaching out to him it's ridiculous like families of eight who are like struggling to get unemployment or like struggling to like feed their families like i kind of feel like you know whenever i do get funds whether it's through unemployment or through my job when we get back to um regular programming i'm definitely going to be one of those folks that's gonna be paying it forward when I do get the opportunity because I never imagined my ass would be in my house sixty plus days. Yeah. But I mean counting macaroni in the boxes. Like <laughs> it, it, it is okay. So with that shout out to all the good people um just like out here like just like I, I love that we're seeing like the good in so many people. Um because you know we're all we're all like going through this at the same time like we're all literally in this situation and granted unfortunately a lot of uh the black community um hispanic community the latinx community are being you know affected more than others um which is unfortunate but still we're all we're all living in the same reality granted our quarantines may look different <laughs> like california yes. Versus New York, people got pools, they're outside. <laughs> and different for those motherfuckers who's been quarantining with different people every fucking day. I see you. Mm. I see you. 
y'all all don't live in the same house. Positive. Back at home. We're going to assume maybe they checked in with the other person. It was like, where you been the last two weeks? No. You gotta Each individual <laughs> needs to be quarantined for 14 we days. You don't have phones. You don't know where they've been. FaceTime. No. What nope, if they both been it. in the house? Not you don't know where they've been. You don't know who they've been working with and where they, whoever their coworkers was with. Like, yeah, it's a whole true. thing. And then because this shit is asymptomatic, like, no. Yes, that's the main thing. It's like, you just, it's also for like, don't be selfish. It's for the safety of other people. You don't know what other people are dealing with. Some people may not even know that their immune system is compromised. You know what I'm saying? So it's just exactly. really about just keeping yourself safe and others safe, the people you live with safe. I mean, it's really just not about being selfish at this point. Like, I so what they say, y'all, is stay your asses in the house. Literally. In the house. In the house. Let me tell you, though, the biggest blessing of quarantine, oh, my goodness. If there was ever a time to stand up in church on Sunday and say something, this was the one. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you go get your eyebrows threaded or waxed and they hand you the mirror back and one of them look a little funny. <laughs> All the time. All the time. There's never a good time to grow your eyebrows back. And let me tell you, I am not the nicest person with brow pen. So when my shit is threaded, I can feel that in like nothing. My shit look on point. But when they not threaded, I mean, I, I'm not an artiste like that. I, I can't Please. No, I, I, I can't do it. I can't give you that. That I can't give you that all star brow. I can't. I can't. <laughs> so, listen, Jodeci, I feel you. Oh my God, these last six days. Let me tell you, when America opens back up and I do go back to my brow lady, my shit is going to be sick me. Okay. Period. Yeah, so cool. The the one that was a little. I'm not gonna say which one, but the one that was a little messed up. The width is back. The length is back. The line that I, you know, when they break the little thread, you know, when they thread your eyebrow and it snap, that shit leave a mark. Oh damn! I didn't know that. Well, yeah, they just they just slit a line right through your eyebrow, so okay. you got to grow that back. And you need to go to different brow ladies, sis. <laughs> they it Joe brow, it was Joe brow ladies, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, your brows, their sisters, they're not twins. So I learned that because I went through the same thing. I, me and my third girl, we here, but I had my eyebrows done probably for like three weeks before we went on quarantine. So I was like, shit, I probably should have went before. So I got so fed up that I decided to do my own eyebrows. Thank God I didn't fuck them up. Like, I did a really good job. Like, I found a new side hustle. But yeah. what I did learn was that you're right. They are sisters, not twins. Because I always would be like, why are y'all fucking on my eyebrows? They look different. But now I really realize they're just two different shapes. It is what it is. Sometimes it's not a case of sisters. She fucked up your brow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got 10 minutes left. Oh, this platform that we're on, since they're not paying us to advertise, we will not say. Um, but we're on it. That you can Google. Y'all know I love Google. 
I love Google it. University ambassador. Okay. YouTube <laughs> University as well. By the way, the DII, not the DII. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The DIY is um I'll I won't discuss it here, but I'll do a post about it. It's it's, it's a wellness post. Taking care that of yourself. So, resources, some that we all three like to use. One of my favorites on air is smoking responsibly. And when I say smoking, I mean marijuana, not tobacco. Um <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite tip. Yes. Yeah, so look out. For that DIY tip, we'll be posting that soon. Um, with eight minutes and fifty seconds left, um, is there any? <laughs> oh, Do I want to jump into controversy or no? We can dip into it. Um, in quarantine, because no one has shit to do. <laughs> or we're doing a lot of like you know self-reflecting and mm -hmm. um there has been a lot of things that, that have been coming to light in um in regards to um women in the entertainment industry or just in general women who've been uh coming to the realization and coming forth with um uh allegations of rape um, and honestly, we just want to take a moment to send support to all of those women who are coming forth, um, right now online. Um, if you are a part of Black Twitter, if you're a part of the Twitter universe and also a part of, um, a sector that works in the entertainment industry, especially in New York, yeah. um, you've heard of allegations right now of, um, uh, a host of, uh, Major event, Jose um, Palooza, Henny Palooza. His name is Chris Styles. Um, he has been accused of rapes and um, well, rape. Uh, well, I don't know if there's just to be specific. We know that rape can be a blanket term. So just to be specific, yes. the allegations are really um, sexual harassment, sexual harassment, sexual harassment, coercion. You know, so just to make sure that it's just not because you know when people think rape, they think oh someone has been forced to have sex with. It's just it's also sexual misconduct. So it's not just yeah. rape. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. that also is a situation where it can get murky, where somebody could say, oh no, I didn't rape you, but it was something else. It was something unwanted, unwarranted, something a sexual advance that I did not want. So I think when we're talking about like these, you know, these situations that we should be like really clear about like, yes, we're using rape, but in general, like it's sexual um, misconduct and harassment um, and it's bad. And also in addition to Chris Style, um, Blogzilla who works or worked, I don't really know, I don't keep up with him has also been accused of sexual deviancy and misconduct um, and hindering women kind of growing in the workspace. Women who interned with him, worked with him, all have, not all, um, a lot of people have been coming forward with their own stories, um, you know, and experiences about working with him. And it's just really sad that people have to go through, especially when they're trying to build a career, you know? Right. Well, just not, just in general, but for someone to kind of, use that overuse and stop your bag and everything that you're doing just because you don't want to have sex with them disgusting burn them all 
period. That's what yeah. And it's just like, how do you, I would love for, I don't, I'm not even going to say it's unintentional. Some guys just may be like in the habit, like when can you recognize maybe I'm making this person uncomfortable? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like these individuals, they know that they are making people uncomfortable, especially when the initial reaction for them is anger and to lash out to them for not like taking on to their advances and the stories that are coming out you see repeated patterns of the person getting super angry and volatile and like blocking the person or like you know getting super upset that they're leaving them at in the middle of the street like at you know odd times of the morning like things like that i feel like you know it's it's a sick game for the individual and the person that's being attacked, they are just left in a state of confusion where they feel like they have to blame themselves sometimes. This is why they don't come out with yeah. their stories or they feel like, damn, I'm under so much pressure. Like I, I want to work or I don't want to feel like, you know, that person that's just being a hater or whatever. This person is super popular right now. They have a lot of following. I don't want to say anything that will ostracize myself. It's a lot of things that come into play when these scenarios happen, especially in New York. It's a, it's a city where you want to get in, you want to fit in, you want to, you know, do your best. And I feel like people take advantage of that. They take their, they take their status, whatever that is, like half of this shit, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. We all sit on our beds right now. Your job don't matter, and that's proven during quarantine, because you ain't essential. <laughs> you ain't essential. <laughs> you is not essential. No, essential. Right. If you an essential worker, no. Well, we they have didn't tell you to stay out on the floor. They shut you down and told you to file for unemployment. <laughs> yeah, there definitely is a power, it's a power thing. And you, you know what I'm saying? It's a power thing. They use their position or whatever it is that they're working on to kind of in a turn force themselves, you know, force people to do things for them or, you know, coerce them, etc. Um, but we have three minutes left, guys. <laughs> Just to Okay. Well plain and simple, fuck these niggas. Ladies, continue to do you move in a unit if you can. We safer in numbers. Uh, you want to like fuck I, I, at the end of the day, if you said no. No, it's men need to learn. No, know better. I don't need to e- even if you ask it. If the first answer was no, it was no. And also, let me add that even if you do consent, you have the right to change your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. So fuck these motherfuckers, male or female, that agree, or and and also the rape apologists, the people who are online trying to make excuses for these motherfuckers. Fuck y'all too. Yeah, I ain't gonna be politically correct. Fuck y'all. That's it. And shout out to to the people who I won't say they're scared to speak up because you just don't know the circumstances of them not saying something. But still, shout out to them because they. I hope that you're supporting your sisters who are standing up and speaking up for you to where you don't have to shine light to the situation that y'all both share. Yeah, you know, in common because this sexual mis sexual misconduct, whatever you want to call it rape whatever you've done like at the end of the day nobody wants to be in that situation male or female and at the end of the day you have full ownership and rights to your body yeah. 
yeah. no one else. You own this, even though your mama birthed it, no matter what she say, like, this is your right. <laughs> this is your right. Yes. No real estate. Seconds, y'all. Thirty seconds. Let's wrap it up. Uh, less than a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been an episode, our first mini sode quarantine style of Dope Girl Dialect. We'll make sure to link all of our stuff below. Yeah. The mini sounds.